0: What's going on everybody? Cheers! Happy Wednesday and welcome to Trades Lady Happy Hour, the weekly Instagram live show where each week I feature another incredible woman in the trades, um, in motorsports, in all sorts of different arenas. Uh, today our guest is on the motorsports side of things and i um, I did not even know this but it turns out it's perfect timing. I wish I could say that I just had my ish that together that I planned this on purpose um but I just discovered that it is international women and girls in sports day and so it's very appropriate that we have a female race car driver joining us this week so just works out well. Um, we'll pretend that I planned that, right? Um, for those of you that are new here, a little quick overview of, of what this is all about. So Trades Lady Happy Hour has been going on for about two years now, and it's an informal happy hour hang right here on Instagram Live, um, that is really designed just to celebrate women in the trades. Women make up a very small percentage across all trades, um, even smaller within the automotive industry. Um, and so they often work alone and rarely meet others like themselves. Um, and they um, rarely get the attention and the love that they deserve. And there are so many incredible women just kicking butt out there. And Um, I like to do these to kind of raise awareness about them, that we exist, that we're kicking butt, um, and to share the stories and the experiences of many the diverse experiences really of women across the trades um, so that you guys can hear and get a little insight into um, what life is like as a tradeswoman um, and see how things are kind of changing across the different industries and over time as time goes on so uh, this has been a ton of fun for me to do I love this series it's probably one of the things that I do that I love the most because I get to hang out with all these incredible women every week and hear their stories and you guys get to meet them along with me, so this week, um our guest is somebody I've not met before, but I'm very excited to meet her. Um, her name is Camry Cam- Caruso, and she is. 2022's nhra rookie of the year she is a drag racer third generation and she started out doing this when she was just eight years old so it definitely is in her blood but it is uh, no shortage of hard work and dedication and passion that's gotten her to where she is today and i'm very excited to have her join us she is definitely one to keep an eye on because I'm sure her career is going to just continue to skyrocket. So before I invite her in, I do want to say a quick thank you to my partners on this happy hour series, Drive Time. They are a national automotive um, refinishing company and reseller of cars and trucks. And they not only um, sell lots of cars and refurbish lots of cars, but more importantly, they do a ton to bring new people into the trades and specifically um, are very supportive of female technicians and do a lot of training and opportunity building and that kind of stuff. So huge uh, thank you to them, not only for supporting this happy hour, but also for their commitment to women in the trades and everything that they do day to day within their companies. So without further ado, I am going to send a request for Camry to join us. And then one quick point of um, information, if you have questions and I encourage questions, um, there's a little question mark box down at the bottom of the screen. So if you put your questions in there, I'm more likely to see them. If you put them in the comments, they tend to go by really fast and I don't see them as well readily. So um, I may not ask it immediately, but I will work it into the conversation as I can. I like to keep these really casual, informal, and just laid back, real talk. So um, my questions in the
1: question box. All right, I am going to go ahead and ask Miss Camry to join. your name correctly. I hope
0: I am. Um should be joining us any moment now. Three, two,
1: hi. Hi, how
0: are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. Good. Is, is this your first Instagram live?
1: It is. When you said that, I was like, oh, I hope I don't mess this up. Oh, there's no messing it up. There's no messing it up. You're perfect.
0: Um, and I'm sorry for all the noise in the background. You can hear my cat feeders going off right now. Um, no
1: worries.
0: feeding time at the zoo. <laughs> but, and I'm actually home for a change instead of at the shop. But um, how are you doing?
1: I'm good. How, how
0: is everything with you? Fantastic. I can't complain. I'm so excited that
1: you agreed to hang out with me
0: for a little bit. So I can hear all about your life and story and how you got to where you are.
1: Well, thank you. I was definitely surprised when I saw your message. I was like, oh my gosh, of course. <laughs> Yay!
0: <laughs> awesome. And today is, is National Women in Sports, Women and Girls in Sports Day. So it's very appropriate. Um, I did you saw know that, that? today? Yeah.
1: Oh, how cool. <laughs> I know. I had no idea.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do? So it's perfect timing. So, why don't you introduce yourself to everybody real quick and then, um, and then we'll dig into stuff.
1: I'm Cameron Caruso and I drive NHRA Pro Stock. And this will be my second season in Pro Stock. Nice. Very cool.
0: And you, so you come from like a long line of drag racers. Like, was it just in your blood? Did you just grow up around it and know immediately you wanted to be part of it too? Or like, how did this all happen?
1: So I've always gone racing with my dad and my papa, and I've always wanted to race. And when I got a junior, then we kind of never stopped. It kind of just kept going from there. Um, Actually, a really funny story, maybe later on. Uh-oh. I got the <laughs> option to go into big cars as soon as I turned 16. And I did. And I did Super Comp, then Top Dragster. Then I was like, okay, well, I want to go faster. So we did Top Alcohol Dragster. Nice. And um pro 632 and pro stock because i wanted to get into a door car i wanted my dad's pro mod really bad but he was uh, no (laughs) so we kind of changed routes and that's how i ended up in pro stock okay now is
0: that like pretty common at such a young age to be transitioning into those types of vehicles or were you kind of like a precocious
1: (laughs) um i mean i know a lot a lot of my friends moved up at 16 too to big cars um a lot of my really good friends actually, um, kind of, we kind of all took the same path and got into big cars. Um, one of my really good friends races super street right, right now. One's in super comp. Okay. Do um, one of my other friends is in top alcohol. Um. So nice. It's not really, if you're in it, then I guess it's kind of normal to move up at that okay. pace. Okay. But I don't really know.
0: All right. Fair. Fair enough. I know nothing. I've not ever gotten into like the race world at all i always uh stuck to fixing them um (laughs) when they're broken versus racing not that i don't enjoy driving i love driving but i'm gonna leave all the like crazy racing to you guys
1: um um, watch and enjoy it like that yes
0: I'm totally down for that. I would love to come and watch you race at some point <laughs> did how when you started expressing an interest in it when you were young were your was your family like super supportive right off the bat were they hesitant?
1: yeah no they honestly um they were all really supportive right off the bat nice. um my dad I think loved it I hope <laughs> and uh, but he, He never, like, said, hey, you're going to do this. Like, it was always my decision. Like, if I didn't want to, I didn't have to.
0: What was it about it that made you want to do it?
1: Honestly, I saw my dad doing it and all that, and I wanted to follow him. And I don't know. I just met so many of my great friends through it that... I just learned to love the sport of it and the whole aspect of it. And I always knew I wanted to race full time. But as a lot of people know, that's not always possible. Like, it's not, it's a lot. So when I had the opportunity to do it full time and to really give it a go, um, he was super supportive. He still is. He's involved every day with the whole race team and everything. That's awesome. Uh, Maybe more than he wants to be <laughs> but um everybody's been super supportive in my family which i'm thankful for yeah no absolutely that's huge
0: cheers to supportive parents and uh, family that that allows you to find your own path regardless of what that is that's awesome mm-hmm. do um, um for those who don't know maybe um what like why why is it such a big deal to go full-time as a a driver like what are the challenges there and what are the reasons why more people don't do do um,
1: um honestly a lot of the biggest in my opinion the biggest challenge is the funding it takes yeah. a lot of money to run full-time it um pro, pro stock is actually i believe one of the cheaper pro classes to run compared to fuel and funny car and um i really don't know how much Stack Motorcycle costs to run. So I have no comparison on that. <laughs> but um, funding has a whole lot to do with it. And funding is really hard to come by, especially now after the pandemic hit. And I think that kind of changed the way things happens and partnerships happen and all of that. Uh, so I think that is the biggest challenge. Yeah. And then a lot of it is who you know. Um, it's I hate to say it like that because, like, you can do it without knowing anybody. Sure. Like, you But it makes it a lot easier if you align yourself with the people who have been successful before you. And and if you didn't, for me, it wasn't easy. But I knew of the people who were successful because I grew up watching them. Mm -hmm. I grew up thinking, hey, I want to be them. Um, So I kind of knew a direction. But. I say funding is probably the biggest hurdle. And you went straight you went
0: straight into it. I mean, you've not had any other careers, right? Uh, like this is
1: I worked at my dad's and my papa and my dad own a cabinetry oh. um kitchen bath company back okay. in New York. Okay. Okay. Um and I worked there for I think it was like six years doing CAD design for layouts on oh, kitchens cool. and baths and so like 3d design and stuff like that um and i have a finance degree so then i tried to be like the assistant office manager because like i loved her and her job like that's all i wanted but i had to learn through the company before i could do that yeah Uh, and then i worked for for a mortgage company for a few years yeah
0: are you like only twenty three or something? Twenty four.
1: I'm almost oh. twenty five. But 24. oh my goodness, but so old. Yeah. <laughs> How have you done Super so old. much in such a short amount of time? <laughs> yes, I um, went off and did that because I kind of wanted to. I loved the finance stuff, and um, I wanted to know that I could be successful, like on my own, yeah. and not rely on my papa and my dad which love them to death like they're my faves but <laughs> i wanted to know that i could do something better. yeah no
0: that makes sense
1: and i'm sure that's come or has it come in
0: handy with with your race career i mean obviously you said financing is a huge part of it i would assume knowing finances understanding all of that has been helpful for you as you built your career yeah
1: it's super helpful but like I said my dad is still very involved in the whole race team stuff like nice he um he looks at everything with me he goes over everything so it's it's good to have the knowledge but I always will tell somebody you need a second pair of eyes because it's a lot oh yeah
0: I always call it second brain like you need a second brain on everything
1: (laughs) oh absolutely like I say that through anything like Perfect example is like, I sometimes if I'm like making long posts or something, I'll send them to my friends and I'm like, hey, <laughs> any typos? Because my brain hurts, right?
0: <laughs> Absolutely, it's so important. So you gotta have those proofreaders in your in your closet or <laughs> your closet. In your, uh, I don't know, tool chest, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. and how does how, how does mom feel about you, Raisin?
1: My mom's super supportive. She has never really told me, Hey, I don't want you to do that. Um, so it's been really good to have supportive parents on both ends. They she doesn't tell me no, like don't go racing. I don't want you to race. Yeah. She's been awesome. So I'm really grateful for that, to be honest. Oh, it makes all the difference all the difference in the world. It does. It really does.
0: Did you ever have anybody in your career path, like other than, you know, aside from your super supportive family, did you ever have folks who were like, "Mm, no, we're not, we don't want to have a girl here or we don't want you here, you don't belong here or this is too dangerous for you? Did you ever get any of that kind of pushback?
1: Um, I never... I don't think so. Right. Up until, like, we announced I was going pro stock racing. And then, like, I started to read the comments. Mm, never read and, the comments. And I, <laughs> I don't really like these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, maybe that's not the politically correct way to say it. But, like, I honestly stopped reading the comments because I was like, okay, if I keep reading these, like, I'm not going to go race pro stock. Like, people are mean. But that's really the only, that's really the only experience I've had with it. Thankfully, no, that's awesome. But yeah, those
0: the armchair generals—they can be, uh, they can be a bitch if it's all right for me to curse. Um oh, <laughs> like, I don't care. It's it, it's so easy to talk shit from behind a keyboard, and like everybody has something to say negative. And you're right; like it's it's hard to not look at the comments and let them
1: affect you. And that's the thing. Like I've said this from the start and I even kind of, well, sometimes I'll pop up in the comments, but I really try to stay out of the comments. But if I see something that I don't like, even if it's another race girl comment or girl post or something, like sometimes I'll like make a comment, but it's so easy for everybody to talk when they're not the ones doing it. Like, absolutely. you can talk all you want, but until you actually do it, yeah. your opinion is relevant.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic attitude. I love it. That's absolutely true. Do you find that other women in motorsports are, like, are supportive? Have you found a lot of support and connection within, with other women? Or you, you just made a funny face there, so maybe not.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Honestly, I think that it's becoming really, like, it's becoming a lot better. In that front, I feel like there's um, there's always going to be girls or guys. It doesn't matter which. There's always going to be people who don't really want to be your friend or help you or any of that. There's always going to be those people. Mm-hmm. But I think that at least what I've experienced, a lot of the girls you meet through racing that are racing like you are are really supportive and are willing to help and are willing to kind of support each other. That's awesome. And I think that's super important because why not? There's enough room for all of us. Like we don't have to be like cutthroat at each other. Yes.
0: Seriously. Like there is, there is infinite amount of room for folks to be successful and to do what they love. Like me being successful doesn't make you less successful. So let's cheer each
1: other. And I think a lot of people would realize that if um like people compare things to social media a lot well you're only seeing what people want you to see Mm -hmm. there's room for everybody to be successful and you can support other people without taking away from yourself yeah
0: no absolutely 100 i could not agree more what would you say aside from finances what What has been the biggest challenge for you as you've come up
1: uh, um, I don't know that's a really good question <laughs> uh, at the beginning of last year, my rookie year I've always before pro I've always just walked around and socialized with everybody. Mm-hmm. I like guess just I love socializing with everybody at the racetrack. I'll be completely honest, but when you go into the pro classes, it's a little bit different. Explain. Um, you're not necessarily supposed to just walk into people's pits anymore. Oh, like <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> Um, so that was like a little bit of an adjustment for me. Okay, but good. honestly, I've met really, really good people in the past year that I met that race professionally, like Kelly flance is one of them. She's awesome. Like She's super cool. Um, a lot a lot of my best friends are racers. So thankfully, I'm really lucky. But I know there's some people who, like, are scared to walk in other people's pits. I'm like, it'll be all right. <laughs> you can come in. And- I don't care. I love it. I- You've had a- It's been really cool. It's been a really good experience for me. That's
0: phenomenal to hear. I, I think that's probably a shift more recently that that we're starting to have women coming up in in racing that have such positive experiences so that's really awesome to hear
1: i think it's important that we make uh like as girls already in the industry that we make sure to make a point to be welcoming because like i said before there's room for everybody and it just makes you a better person honestly
0: I've got to ask because I I I get this question sometimes and I, I have a friend who's also a motorsports and she got she's gotten similar things so I'm curious if you have as well. Has anybody ever like from a from a not so supportive place accused you of oh you're only getting as far as you're getting or getting these opportunities
1: because you're a girl? Um there's been a few comments like that but honestly like I said, I kind of try not to read the comments. I'm not even gonna lie; like I'm completely honest. Like after the oh. whole like announcing the pro stack thing, I was like, "Yeah, I'm out." Like <laughs> I'm not. Awesome. Paying- <laughs> 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 I haven't really gotten that. Awesome. I have gotten some. Oh, your family must have money, and I'm yeah. like, "Well, that's not really true." Like, you don't actually know my family, so yeah. Try again. I have partners and sponsors that help me live out this dream and mm-hmm. help me there. And my family is awesome and they do race and all of that. And they do help me, but I don't race pro stock because my family has money. <laughs> that's <laughs> not how it is. That's a comment I've seen more than the, oh, you're a girl. Okay. Well, that's good to hear. That's fantastic to
0: hear. Cause I've, I've definitely experienced that. And I know, I know there's some other Folks who have experienced past. so it's it's really good to hear that. Is That's fantastic.
1: Guy who says things like that. Yeah, yes. yes. So I really just usually take it as they're jealous. Yes. and it is what it is. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, so I've got a couple of questions I want to ask from the from the fine folks at home. Um, Brianna James is asking if you will ever go um, to Top Fuel or Funny Car. Do you have any desire to do that?
1: Honestly, I'm really content where I am at the moment. Okay. If an opportunity came up where it was a fully funded deal <laughs> and I didn't have to bring money to the table, then I would not say no. <laughs> that, that is a Unless fantastic, perfectly answer. clear. <laughs>
0: Fantastic answer. I totally, I I get that. (laughs) Awesome. And then um, AZ, Mike, the welder, who always asks this question and I love it. It's a great question. Um, Other than your parents, because I know your dad and your grandpa were probably like your biggest mentors growing up, but um, have you had any amazing mentors that um, really made a difference and an impact on your, your career?
1: Honestly, like, just everybody I watched growing up, because I always kept saying, like, I want to be them. I want to achieve what they've achieved. Yeah. Um, kind of talking about mentors, Um, I actually recently joined a team instead of just being a solo team. Oh, and, nice. I uh, yeah, to race with Greg Anderson and Kyle Kraski and Dallas Glenn on the same team as me. So I'm really looking forward to having them as my mentors this year and learning as much as I possibly can from people who have been really successful. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. And somebody
1: along along those lines also asked
0: if you, there were any particular, um, if there was a, a female racer that had a huge impact on you or that you looked up to when you were younger.
1: I've always watched Erica run. Okay. Erica Anders. And she- I would love to accomplish what she has accomplished as like another female.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I I have a feeling you will. You've got you've got all the right attitude and energy it seems. And you had a huge year this past year.
1: It was exciting. <laughs> another like another female that I constantly like look to for like in, like trying to be them in racing is Leah Pruitt. because her social media skills. I know really good
0: yeah she's she's always on point I'm like damn girl yeah she's great
1: that's such a good idea why did I not think of that (laughs) that's awesome
0: (laughs) hey no I totally I totally get it (laughs) okay so I want to I want to go back to your to your year this past year but I also want to ask you since you brought up the social media thing like you know, I feel like it's become part of the job almost at this point um, is to be good at social media. Like, how how do you balance that? How do you feel about that? Let's let's talk a little bit about the intersection of social media and doing what you love, right? Like, what you love is racing. Social yes. media is, like, like, this thing that we have to do yeah. in order to race. Like, what kind of role does it play? How important so like, is
1: it? Like. you said it's a really big part of it now Um, it's hard I kind some days some days I'm like I don't know what to post like this is I'm just like emailing my partners and trying to get new partners and like what do I post I can't post my emails (laughs) so I don't know some days I'm like stumped on how to be good at social media and then some days I have some really great ideas Mm -hmm. and I'm like wow, that worked perfect. Right. Like there's some companies that I help with the social media aspect and nice, they do great and awesome. their followers grow and all that. And then other days I'm like, I suck at my own. <laughs> so it's kind of like it's hard. Like some days I feel it's really, really hard to keep up with it. Yeah. But other days it's fun and you see so many different variations like i followed you for a really long time and i've watched your stuff and then leah's stuff i made sure to keep up with to try and like i could never be tiktok famous i'll tell you that much because i can't dance
0: (laughs) most of the people on tiktok can't dance either i don't know if you've noticed
1: this (laughs) yes you're right but like i don't know how they like learn all these like trending dances i'm like Right, I'll hurt myself. Like I can't do that.
0: I have a hard enough time keeping up with the trends, let alone like learning them. I'm just not. Yeah, <laughs> just
1: like, I'm gonna post my race car, and that's probably gonna be 95 percent right. of what you see. And I hope you like it.
0: <laughs> I I feel you though, because there's those days when you're like you're just doing the the grunt stuff, right? Doing emails, doing research, like doing finances and book work and accounting. It's like, this is not exciting to share with anybody. Like nobody wants to know this.
1: No, nobody (laughs) wants to see this. So like, what do I post? (laughs) I'm glad nobody else feels that. Cause like some days I seriously, am like, maybe I'm like, struggling at this (laughs) no
0: it is it is not just you I promise you (laughs) sometimes it's fun sometimes it's not and yeah
1: absolutely (laughs) I love it my dad all the time I'm like I really am trying to be better at this whole like vlogging thing for YouTube but yeah halfway through the day I just forget to continue to like record things and then at the end of the day I'm like well that didn't go as planned uh
0: that that is probably my biggest problem. I'm like, this is gonna be awesome content. And then I get bored of like documenting it and I just get into the project. And then afterwards I'm like, damn it, I should have taken photographs of that. I should have
1: yeah. My dad is actually like really good at that front. Like he can nice. dance. He's on like rhythm. I'm like the most <laughs> tone deaf human being there is. <laughs> like, he's really, really good at dancing and TikTok and I love it. All of it. There you go. You and just, I'm
0: like, you just show show pictures of him dancing or videos of him dancing. Hey,
1: hi, wait, probably. can you can you do my TikTok? Ooh, Ooh maybe.
0: <laughs> one of one of my favorite TikTok accounts that I recently started filing. This is a total rabbit hole that we're going down, but um, are these two old guys in a garage? And they're and when I say old, like they're in their they're probably in their 80s, and they're like mechanic dudes, tradesmen, like just real like you know salt of the earth guys and they do all the trending dances and it is absolutely amazing and hysterical and it brightens my day every time i watch them awesome <laughs> so no. you never know dad dancing could be the thing TikTok
1: is a rabbit hole like it really <laughs> is and all these people who are like oh i just started posting my day and then now i have a million followers and this is my job i'm like how
0: Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad I am not the only one to have struggles. (laughs) I am so with you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's talk about your year last year, because this was huge. You took rookie of the year for last year. That's phenomenal. So tell me about how this year went down. Like, did you did you have the feeling at the beginning of the year? Like, this is my year. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make it this is gonna be the year or was it a total? Tell me about it.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, in the year, I set some really, really high goals. Um, okay. <laughs> I I work with Elon Warner, my PR guy. And he was like, don't worry about rookie of the year. Like, don't think about it. Like, we're just, if it happens, like, let it come to us. Okay. So I kind of didn't really think about it throughout okay. the year. I just wanted to do really good in qualifying and win and kind of just do really good. And as it got closer, talk started coming up the Rookie of the Year thing. And I'm like, are we getting Rookie of the Year? Like, who who's, am I even like a candidate? Like, I'm kind of confused on how it all works. <laughs> and I was like, who else am I running against? Like, are they better than me? No. And like, stop. We're not worrying about it. I'm like, okay, we're not going to worry about it. And then we got. And it was so cool. I was like, oh, this is really neat. Like, I was super surprised, and I'll tell you, the trophy is heavier than (laughs) it looks massive. I think it's on my Facebook cover page, but I'm not 100% sure, so don't come at me if I'm wrong. But, like, you can see my dad holding my arm up because I'm like, he's like, hold the trophy up. I'm like, I can't, it's heavy.
0: So, so do you know, awesome. do you know now what the qualifiers are to become rookie of the year? Like what, why, what made you win? Do you know yet? Okay. <laughs> I
1: don't know. I really have no idea. But I know that it's, you have to run at least, I think it's five or six nationals. Okay. Events that year. And we ran 19. So. Oh, geez. We qualified for that part of it (laughs) and um you just have to kind of do exciting things I think yeah and you have to be really good with um they take into how you interact with fans into consideration I think okay and and partnerships and kind of what you bring to the table I believe Okay, but I really don't know like the all the guidelines. I know there's rules and regulations. I love and your honesty. You're like, I don't really know. Thankfully, I may try to break any of the rules or make myself look bad. So that's good. Was that's really good. I lucky on that front, <laughs> but I don't really know. I
0: lo- I kind of love that you don't know though, right? Like I kind of love that you weren't focusing on it. You don't really know what the qualifiers are. You were just no. out there. Trying to do the best version of you that you could and do your best and focus on on the racing, and then it followed. I think that's such a testament to like when you do when you do you and you do it with your best, like success follows
1: and you know what that's kind of what I really wanted to do. I know um sometimes people can get lost in the journey, yeah. and I just kept trying to remind myself just be yourself like you are you and if people don't like you it is what it is I'm not being me but who cares um so I think that was the best thing I could have possibly done was just kind of focus on being there and being the best me I could be and thankfully it followed I'm happy it followed yeah Uh, but yes the trophy's heavier than it (laughs) looks
0: i love it i love
1: it i <laughs> to my dad for making sure i didn't drop yes. it yes
0: yes so you need we need support in all the things right
1: <laughs> he's like the ultimate crew like support dad anything like he will brush my hair if i need him too like he'll try to braid it yay dad he doesn't mess <laughs> i see somebody's
0: asked in the comments um what was the change um like switching to pro stock was that um was that a big change for
1: you um i don't know that pro stock was the biggest like itself was like a huge change i mean it was definitely an adjustment don't get me wrong but i also moved 12 hours from home to do it okay so that was with that and ch- driving a prototype car and run and being our own team, there's like a whole, whole lot of change going on at once. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't really know like which was the biggest, <laughs> but they all were pretty big. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll be completely honest. I moved in November of twenty one, October of twenty one. Oh, I don't know those months. So like and in the- it was in the pandemic like in the yeah yeah 20 of 2021 october november um mind you i went to college online so wow i had never been away from home before and there's a few times where i'm pretty sure my family thought that okay she's not gonna make it to her first race because she's gonna come home first oh (laughs) so i don't know if Pro was a bigger change or living on my own was the bigger. Change. <laughs> that's a that's very fair. Have you gotten used to it now? Actually my mom lives with me now. Ah. <laughs> they know I did get used to living alone about six, seven months in.
0: <laughs> I love it. That's amazing. Like,
1: I tell everybody they're like, what was your biggest like moment of oh crap, I have nobody to help me? I'll be completely honest. I am a wimp for family. I love my parents. I love them. I love out with my parents. It was like one of the first. It was definitely in December, I think, of 2021. My first few months of living on my own, I had just dropped my mom off at the airport to go back to New York, mm-hmm. and I was on the phone with my dad, and I was all upset that my mom had just left, and <laughs> and I was like, and I miss you, and it's just. I was a disaster. I don't know how he puts up with it. (laughs) And he just got me, like, calm. Like, as I was walking up the stairs to my apartment, and I opened the door, and my apartment was flooded. Oh, jeez. My dishwasher overflowed. And I was like, (laughs) seriously, like, I just stopped crying. (laughs) And I'm like, Dad. If you don't understand, he's like, "Camera, I can't help you. Like, you have to call maintenance." Like, oh my God. and that's like the moment I was like, "Oh, I'm all on my own, and I have no idea how to do this. Like, <laughs> this is not going to end well for me. Like, I'm going to end up like on the side of the road." Oh. <laughs> and the best part about that whole thing is, so my neighbor, like, I'm on the third floor, and I flooded every floor.
0: Oh wow! You like you did you did it big? Yeah, I mean if you're gonna do it, do it, do it all the way, right? Do um. it
1: giant. And then my mom called me like an hour later. She's like, "I missed my flight. I need you to come back and get me." Oh, I'm God. like, "Well, good. You can help me. Good. You can help me <laughs> clean my house because now it smells." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. I I do want to reassure you that no matter how long you've been doing the adulting thing, like none of us know what we're doing. Oh, adulting is like so great. No. Yeah, no, none of us know what we're doing. Some of us fake it, <coughs> others, but none of us really know what you're doing. So it's fine.
1: I can drive a car. Can drive a race car. Like, and I can do it good. <laughs> when it comes to adulting or living on my own, I struggle.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love your honesty, and I
1: love how close you are with
0: your family. I think that is so. Um, refreshing to see and to hear. That's really awesome.
1: I'm such a wimp when it comes to my family, especially my parents, because I'm like, I need to get all the time I can. Like, yeah. I don't anything.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, that's fantastic.
1: Where in New York are
0: you from originally? Rochester. Oh, okay. All right. I'm a I'm a New York City girl yeah. originally.
1: Oh. So. Uh, yeah, I've only been there a few times. Okay. It's really pretty and everything, but I don't think I could live there. It's a little.
0: It's a little intense. I was saying so say, you don't really have an accent at all, but that's probably because you're Rochester. They're not as strong of an accent there, huh?
1: I don't think so. Or you just get,
0: got lucky <laughs> missed the accent.
1: Honestly, I really don't know. <laughs> I think my dad or my mom. I don't think my mom or my dad or my brother have an accent. Awesome. Maybe they do, I really don't know. He. I think my dad's on here. He, yes, he and I... Oh. I, I saw dad pop yeah, up at some point. Bad. Yeah, I, we'll think,
0: I think you've got a lot of fans in the audience watching tonight. <laughs> you can, Doesn't you
1: make, uh, he's always there.
0: That's awesome.
1: Okay. I love it. You've been getting
0: he's lots of support
1: and love. He's <laughs> the cutest. So now you said you
0: switched now to being a part of a team. Is that new for this year?
1: Yes. Okay, um, so you're so-
0: just getting started with that.
1: Last year we were. Or like our own loan, ro- wolf, Like we did everything ourselves, yeah, <laughs> which uh, was awesome because it was, it was a really good experience. Mm-hmm. But we have now joined KB Racing, okay. well, KB Titan Racing. My bad. And I'm part of like a team now, which is weird, but I like it. Have Have things gotten
0: you've gotten underway with it. You've actually started racing with the team and working with them. How yep. what are the what are the differences so far that you're kind of experiencing and dealing with changes from being the lone wolf to being part of a team?
1: You know, I it's crazy. Like I last year did all the flights, like major hotels, like ordered parks everything. Everything, yeah. Hotels, like, Make sure everybody ate lunch, <laughs> dinner, breakfast. Like grocery shop, clean the rigs. Right. Um, this year, I just have to do marketing and find funding and book my own flights. I love it. So it's way different. <laughs> like it's kind of cool. Like that, I don't have to. Do all that because then I can really focus on building the brand and making sure all my partners are getting anything and everything they want and yeah. need. Um, so I'm really excited for the change, but like, I feel like I've asked uh, Rob. He's part of KB Titan Racing, he kind of runs the show. He's like a, the big boss, I think, is what you <laughs> could call him. I'll um, we'll go with that. I probably asked him a million and one questions. I'm like, do you need me to do this or do you do that? Do, you, do I do that or do you do that? He's like, <laughs> we do that. It's all good. I'm like, <laughs> so what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> but no, they're, they're so cool. My We've been there since January 1st, I believe. Nice. And the way they clean the car and maintenance the cars and maintenance the engines and just everything. There's so much detail, and but there's so much. I think they've been a team for, like, 20 years. Oh, wow. Nice. So they have so much experience. So it's just really cool to watch and be a part of.
0: Yeah. Do you guys have uh, any big goals
1: this year as a team?
0: Or do you personally have any big goals?
1: I think the team goal is probably just to win a lot and do good <laughs> and mine is to win a bunch of races qualify number 1 and I would like to win the championship but I'd be happy with the top 3. Okay. okay.
0: That's fair. I like it. I will I will visualize that for you. I, Everybody else visualize on. it for her as well. Sure. <laughs> yes.
1: Legs, anything you got across. All the fingers,
0: all it. the toes. But we're not going to
1: rely on luck because
0: you've got skill and you've got hard work. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you.
1: And you've got an like awesome
0: team behind you. What's that?
1: Yeah. I do like, like luck on my side, though. I oh, yeah. Any luck. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No. So, but, but I have a really good team and I'm super thankful to get the season started. Yeah. It's exciting when's the next time folks can see you racing Um, um our in first race is Gainesville. it is March 10th. March 10th okay <laughs> starts in Gainesville for the Gator Nationals and okay. then let's see here let me look at my schedule
0: to see where the next one is and, <laughs> really? and you'll post when you're racing on your social media right
1: yes it's We'll have 18 races, and it will be on all social media. Awesome. We can make sure to post almost every day. Awesome. Some days there's just nothing to post. So
0: if you guys at home want to keep up with her race career and want to watch her race, um, make sure you follow her social media page so that you can keep updated on all of her awesomeness and what she's up to and where you can catch her racing. I know I'm going to try to catch you racing at some point this year, too. I think that'd be awesome.
1: What What exciting things are you doing this year? Oh, geez. Um,
0: I'm still recovering from SEMA at the moment. <laughs> um, no, I uh, all of my plans for this year have gotten put on hold a little bit because my uh, our most recent SEMA build got damaged in transport. And so I am furiously working away trying to get her fixed rather than doing all of the rest of the things that I wanted to be doing this year. But um, there is more stuff coming, especially with this. Little happy hour series. So this is did you, this like run. beat
1: the people who damaged
0: her. I did not. I wanted to. I really did, but no. It's it was partially their fault, the transport, and partially my fault. So I will. I will take ownership of my my share of things and beat myself up instead of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's all well. Uh, you have the skill set to fix it. Yeah. Because that's awesome that you can do it and you don't have to rely on others. Exactly. And it's
0: all lessons learned, right? It's all a big painful learning experience, but a learning experience nonetheless.
1: (laughs) That's the thing. You always can learn from everything.
0: 100%. 100%.
1: Now, do you get involved in the cars at all? Do you work on them or are you strictly driving? (laughs) Prior to Pro Stock, I did know how to work on my cars very well. Um, I do know how to do some things on the ProSac car. I can do build the transmissions. Yeah. I could um, do all of that kind of stuff. I don't know much about the engine. Like, I could not build the engine. I'll be completely honest. That's, is that right? Um, I don't know how to do the clutch. But I kind of don't really have to do any of that this year. Wow. Um, just have to focus on driving at the racetrack and all of that. But... I can do some of the stuff if necessary.
0: Nice. Do you enjoy doing it?
1: I really, last year, to be completely honest, like I put up a fight to do the transmissions. I was like, if anybody tries to take my job, I will beat you. (laughs) Because I loved doing it. I loved being involved in the building of the car. But I understand now that that's probably not the best.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've got a team now and you're right. Like, you know, just listening to you rattle off all of the things that are involved in it. Like, you know, I think from the outside, one might think, all right, you just show up and you race. Cool. Right. Um, Not so much. Like all of these other parts and pieces that go into doing the job and being successful at it. Were there, were there any things that like, surprised you from when you were young and like watching dad and grandpa race and being around the race community where like how you envisioned what it was going to be like being a a driver versus what the reality has been anything that's was kind of like oh that's not I didn't expect that (laughs) um or did you feel pretty well equipped
1: the western swing I was not prepared for the western swing the what it's called the Western Swing. It was three races in a row okay. um, Denver, Sonoma, Seattle. Okay. And we had never done that prior to pro stock. Okay. And you stay on the road for all three weeks. And if you test prior, then you stay there too. Um, so that was different. But uh, um, that's about probably the biggest one. Okay. It probably helps.
0: I mean, having grown up in it, you kind of saw all the ins and the outs and what was involved, and that it wasn't just about the driving. It was about all these other things, too. So,
1: and didn't honestly, catch it. you have to pay attention to the other things to be able to drive, in my opinion. Because, yeah. let's be honest, race cars run on money. And you have to have the social media and the partners and all of that to yeah. help. Yeah fund it and so you kind of have to incorporate it all yeah even though driving is my favorite part of course (laughs) so
0: if you know i know you said growing up in it knowing the right people all of that kind of stuff is really helpful if if you were talking to another young woman or a young boy even doesn't matter um who wants to get into it maybe wasn't as fortunate to be born into a family of, of racers what did what advice like what's the best direction for them to go to try to break in
1: i know there's a lot of tracks and forgive me i don't know of them off the top of my head that have a junior street program so like if you're a teenager or a young kid that you want to break into it but you like you said you weren't you don't have a junior like you weren't born into a family of it i know you can do the junior street which you can race your street car at the racetrack in a Ports Point Series. Um, so that's one way to do it. Um, just coming out to the races and making friends is another way to do it. Um, Western Tech has a good opportunity. If you want to go to like a trade school, mm-hmm. they have programs where you can intern with teams. Oh, know oh. does it. Um, right. Antron Brown. You can intern, and then that's a way to break into the world, depending if you wanted to be a mechanic on the cars. Right. So, there's a lot of different ways that you can be involved, and there's a lot of different ways that you can get involved. And right. I think now, especially, there's so many doors opening for people who may not have had the opportunity to have a family in racing. Yeah. So, but I think it's really becoming easier for people to be involved. Are you seeing?
0: Seeing more more people in racing who did not grow up around
1: it? Honestly, I don't know. But, (laughs) I think that, I know like NHRA does the YES program on some Fridays, and that brings kids from, I think it's high schools, yes, it's high schools, to the track, and you get to meet drivers and sponsors, and you kind of get to be brought into the atmosphere. So I think that it's opening a lot of doors for people who may not have realized, hey, it's not impossible to be involved in motorsports. Yeah. Okay. So drag racing has kind of been
0: your thing. It's been your family's thing, right? Has there ever been any interest in exploring other types of racing for you?
1: Honestly, I have never done any other racing but I'm not against it by any means like if the opportunity came up I would 100% take it and just I love I would love the experience are there, of are there any getting- in particular that you're like oh if I had the chance that like I would be all over
0: x y and z do you have a particular thing that you'd love to try
1: um I'd love to try an Indy car. okay they look really cool <laughs> And like go karts, and like I know. Now nah, I'm gonna butcher this because I do not know like dirt track terms. But like the cool little like go kart looking things with the big wings on top. Those things look really fun with the big, big wings on top. I think they're called micro sprints, maybe. Oh, I don't know. See, I
0: I don't I don't even know.
1: But all know. like yeah, like the circle dirt track okay. stuff. Nice. I don't know. I I honestly would love to try anything. I love racing and I would love to experience different kinds. I love it.
0: I love it. That's fantastic.
1: All right. We are getting close to the end of our hour here.
0: So it's gone. It's gone by fast. So I'm going to ask my, my final question that I always like to ask. Do you had a chance to talk to the younger you? And this isn't necessarily about the specifics of getting into racing or any of that, but just life. What are your words of of wisdom that you would
1: give to yourself or another little girl like yourself? Just follow your dreams and work hard. Honestly, I think that kind of applies to all aspects.
0: Absolutely. And don't read the comments.
1: Yes. Don't stay out of the comments.
0: Awesome. I love it. Fantastic. I'm excited to continue to watch uh, as your year unfolds. It sounds like it's going to be another exciting year for you. And I wish you all of the successes in the world. Um, and maybe sometime we'll be in the right part of the country to come and watch your race at some point.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for including me. And I'll definitely keep on watching and we'll awesome. stay in touch for sure. Sounds
0: good sounds like a plan thank you so much for agreeing to come thank on and you. hang
1: out with me and thank you to everybody at
0: home for tuning in and hanging out with us and hope you enjoyed getting to know our lovely guest today cameron caruso cameron caruso motorsports um and definitely go check out her page give her a follow um follow her career i'm sure it is going to continue to be a really awesome one um, so big thank you to you guys for hanging out with us, and then of course huge thank you to my partner in trades, Lady Happy Hour Drive Time. Um, they've been a fantastic partner in helping keep this series going, and uh, and also for their commitment within their organization to really supporting women in the trades. And uh, we've got to we've got to love the companies that support ladies. So um, big thank you, thank you to. The- And then, of course, make sure you guys come back next week to meet another incredible tradeswoman. Uh, We've got some incredible ladies lined up for the next several weeks. Um, So make sure you tune back in next week. And until then, be good to yourselves. Be good to one another.